Hey guys, and welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. And today we have Lena Takeuchi. Yeah. I said it right? Yeah, yeah I said, you it, said right. it right. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, David, is, we were, is it okay for me to talk about Japan in this episode at all? Or? No. Oh, damn. So, any, anything that has to do with Japan. Dan, you have to talk to David. You have to talk to me. So, don't talk to him about anything I involving Japan. The, yes, yes, yes. Pretend <laughs> he's not even here. Let's just pretend you're not here today. Okay, got Invisible it. Invisible Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, yeah, so oh. tell us about what you do. You're, you're a photographer? I'm a photographer in New York freelancing. Um, I did assist for about seven years in Japan, trained as a, you know, doing lightings and going on location mm-hmm. um, shoot and stuff like How'd that. How'd you like Japan? Um, Japan is an, I mean, I love What'd Japan. you say like that for, like, as if she wasn't, like, born there? And, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I was born there, you know, it's yeah. my root. And, um, but it is hard to work, mm. I think, um, especially if you've experienced outside the country right. you know how freedom you can you know be mm. as like expressing yourself mm. you know so when I went back to Japan and did assistant some of the old old-fashioned photographers would not want you to really speak huh. on you know, sight really at a photo shoot, or you know, you're not really allowed to say your opinions. Mm. Basically, it would kind of bother them, or gotcha. you know, just yeah. like get a little bit too complicated, okay. or but, something like that. So, what, what's your favorite thing about Japan, though? Um, food. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, a reasonable, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> food is amazing. Um, you know. I hope you no. Know, I, I hope you're catching on. Like I'm just talking about Japan to cut you off completely. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. So like, Let's I, be serious <laughs> about this, David. Jesus. No, 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 no. Okay. So, <laughs> oh my God. I think yeah. culture is great. You know? Yeah, yeah. As you guys know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and also, I appreciate the like old-fashioned culture of it. Mm. You know, women are. I mean, it's cons and pros, but women are very. I would say caring, but they're not very like expressive. Mm. It's just in a subtle sort of, you know, it can go into like sexuality or something like that as well. It's very subtle, but you know, people take care of themselves and to for others, and Mm. and that's a very great quality Mm. of Japan. But at the same time, if you're trying to go outside the country and try to survive, I think it could be a little difficult because right. you are not very supposed to, like, train to express mm. yourself first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see, so, yeah. Cons and pros. Yeah, so. because for you, you kind of have, have, like, a very interesting um, his or, like, yeah, personal history when it background. comes to like yeah, a background. Well, yeah, background yeah, yeah. because you kind of came to America when you were ten years old mm-hmm. and kind of lived your like adolescence right. in America. So yeah. in that way, like yeah, what was it like coming from Japan at ten years old and essentially having you know adolescence with you know Japanese culture and having to really, go back? 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, because you know, like, like you know, so many like anime, you know, is focused on like you know teenagers in high school and stuff like that. Because like right. Japan, Japan, you know, just like culture wise, that's like such an important time in life. Mm-hmm. And you spent that life as like a Japanese person, not right. in Japan, in America. So like, right. what was like you know growing up as like a teenager, you know, in America? Yeah. Um, so I moved to California when I was 16. Um, so, and before then, I literally felt like... Oh, did I say 10? Sorry, 16. Yeah, did I say you moved to... Yeah, you t- 10, I'm so sorry 16. about that. 16, oh my God. No, yeah, that, that's a big difference. Damn, yeah. Damn. It could be in the back, you know. Yeah, 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 sorry about but that. I, no, no worries. Mm-hmm. But um, so high school, you know. Yeah, high, high school. school. college, I was in California. Um, growing up, like, as a teenager... There, I mean, before I came to the States, I just, my life was a little bit blurred mm-hmm. me a little bit, I feel like, because I literally never, I was, I never had to really think of what I, like, my opinions right. or my identity mm-hmm. or anything like that when I was in Japan. It might be because of my parents raising me in that way, but a lot of cultural reasons, I think it's there. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I was 16, I came here and I started learning, I mean, as just regular, you know, high school students Mm -hmm. in the States. And... And um, I went to Catholic school because I. That was oh really? The only wow, that was interesting. Provided the visa. Wow. Really. Except, and I I was in suburb. Uh, uh, a, a oh, town really? called San Luis Obispo, um, uh. Central Coast. California. Oh, you know that? It's a place in California. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, oh, I, I, okay. <laughs> like an hour and a half north from uh, Santa Barbara. Wow. It's like on the bay or. Coastline, uh-huh. very quiet. Interesting. Um, a lot of animals, <laughs> but that's also a cultural shock mm-hmm. for me because I was born and raised in Tokyo. So, oh, okay. and then, um, so then the education itself in the States was always about like, what do you think? You know, every, yeah. everything was like, okay, here's what it is, history, you know? And then they'll ask you like, what do you think? Do you think Hitler was wrong, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> All right, class, we're going to make a debate. Was Hitler wrong? Or right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, I was just always like nervous to like mm-hmm. kind of have that moment of like you know your teachers asking mm-hmm. you for your opinions mm-hmm. and and then but then I think I got kind of used to or trained mm-hmm. to think in on my own way because also I was the only foreign student mm-hmm. in, in, in the high school so and my in the cousins, suburbs yeah, yeah and my geez. cousins were already living there, and I got to move with them, with oh. the family. So, mm. I mean, trade was with with the school was that my cousins would, you know, support. My, I mean, my English. Right. You know, uh-huh. I spoke cousins would bully you too. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I mean, so they had to all go to same school. With right. Me. right. <laughs> okay, know? so that must have been much of like put you like a like a like ease of. Like a right. like a ease, yeah. uh, I can't speak. Like a ease, a, like at a ease, ease a ease. little bit. Ease. Yeah, at just ease. being Definitely. with your family because I yeah. couldn't imagine like going to like a foreign country where mm-hmm. I don't really understand the language and trying to live life there. That would be way too 
way too much anxiety for me. It well, especially is. as a teenager. Yeah. Just like so many things happening. Yeah. I tell everyone the first day of school was the orientation and yeah. I felt like someone just dropped me in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Right. I saw this in the grassy. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. a high school musical. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, because when you were in high school, yeah so when you were in high school in like america what was like popular uh back then um like just so like pop yeah pop culture and stuff well, like that what were the memes 90s. what were vintage memes so um, oh 90s yes oh really i'm well oh. <laughs> 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 no, 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 <laughs> I, I get similar reactions yeah. from everyone no because i thought you know maybe like you know early 2000s but I, I guess they have like you know they like spill over to each other hip hop you know just yeah. like but that's really cool tell me tell me um, like it was like popular Britney Spears oh okay yeah and yeah. there was like Garage Band oh, so okay, like yeah, yeah, Sublime yeah. Green oh, Day okay, yeah. all this stuff and wow. you know music festivals wow. and, yeah so that that was and skateboarding yeah skateboarding was right. a huge wow. thing so I we especially just, in California right yeah, yeah in California we'll yeah, just take really cool. a road trip to like a tournament or something really wow. and we'll go watch and you know I I didn't really know how to skate but yeah. I kind of enjoyed like watching mm. you know wow. and you know all your like my boyfriend was a skater, so I would just go to like a skate park and watch, and everybody's just kind of hanging. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all you could do. I mean, there's right. nothing much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Uh, central coast of California. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. Was... So you never got, or like, were you were you like a bit of like a a, a gyaru before, like a gyaru? Yeah. Uh, do you even know? It's it is. How would you like, how would you explain? No words. <laughs> how would you explain gyaru to like mm. to like an American? It's so difficult. Yeah, it is very. I would say almost like Valley Girl esque culture, right? Like mm. kind of like Valley Girl preppy, but with a side of. Uh, extreme tanning. So imagine Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, no, imagine. Yeah, essentially, so kind of like Jersey Shore mixed with like Valley Girl culture, but make it Japanese. They're different coasts. Why would they ever mix with each other? Well, welcome to Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's yeah. A, yeah, I mean, that's where we get creative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, what brought you to like, you know, with all like the mediums to, to express yourself, like why photography? You know, at first... I didn't speak any long like English, mm-hmm. so all I did was it, it's called the pass grade for I forget like not even a year, but I got I would just like sit there and try to learn. And there were so many, I mean, few you know classes that I didn't need the language, mm-hmm. which is PE right. and art. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and art school, I mean, art class was. Like, very, uh, actually, like, meditation, sort mm. of, you know, for me, because every other classes were, like, so difficult and mm. nerve-wracking, and I couldn't understand anything, and, and, and California, and this hippie teacher would just, <laughs> like, you know, give us a freedom to just paint whatever, or, right. you know, so we're just, like, grab a canvas, make canvas, and, like, paint this and that, and, and I started developing or realizing you know art could be something I didn't have to express really like talk about mm-hmm. my work but mm-hmm. people would 
have reaction towards what right. I'm drawing or something like that. But um, the reason why I got into photography was because I realized I cannot paint like a white canvas like hmm. from scratch, you know. So, and also I, and from that I was just thinking like if I want this to be my career, then I probably not another good idea to mm. become a painter. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there's like new teacher coming in and he was um specialized in or taught photography. Mm -hmm. And there was a dark room. This was a interesting transition because the first teacher I um or the art teacher was very much like a pothead. So uh, <laughs> that's Californians do. Yeah, yeah, and there was a little room with the door. He would always go like come out when we go into this class, and and we're just like, yeah, he's probably smoking in there. <laughs> <laughs> and the new teacher came, and he realized that room was a dark room. Mm. <laughs> So he like transformed that into like a nice, reasonable, you know, uh, dark room, and he started <laughs> teaching us um, how to paint. I mean, print mm. black and white photos, and that's when I got my camera, film camera, from my father when I went back to Japan. So oh, cool! Kind of started shooting, and it kind of yeah, the timing mm -hmm. was wow. great. And I was just thinking, I don't have to paint from scratch. Yeah. I get to shoot what I feel like it's right. great in the frame. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of... Like, does it ever, like, does that, like, that whole, like, idea of, like, you know, like, just you trying to get, like, the perfect picture, does that ever, like, turn off? Like, or you're just, like, walking around, like, is it always, like, oh, oh this would be, like, a great picture? Or is it just, like, you know what I mean? I think I feel like it's turned off, but... I mean, people tell me, you know, well, oh, shoot one photo with my phone or something, and mm -hmm. they'll be like, oh, you, like, like we're in the same spot and right. you're, you take great photo mm -hmm. and that that kind of things is just like um like a part of you already you mm -hmm. know it's like kind of trained by that and it's i think another character trait yeah, yeah i mean so yeah and but then i'm not a photographer who carries camera everywhere so <laughs> Um, I do turn that part off mm. for yeah. sure. I yeah. would, I yeah, try. Screw yeah, people. because I mean, we were, <laughs> we were like talking about this before and like, you know, um, you don't really care about like camera equipment and stuff like that. Like you just, I should, but no, 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 not <laughs> that not you should. Yeah. <laughs> because, because if you start caring about camera equipment, like kind of like so becoming kind crutch. of like a, yeah, no, not like a crutch. You just start to spend like a lot of money that you don't have. I know from experience. That's what I'm saying. Like, it becomes <clears> a crutch. Cause like, you're like, all right, cool. I'll just get the next fucking. Oh yeah. That too. Thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For Whatever. sure. Right. Yes. Instead Cause like, like working with what you got. Yeah. Because how did you develop your uh, camera skills? Cause you went to school for school. like art, right? But was your yep. specific major photography or like yeah I majored okay. photography so and 90s late mm -hmm. 90s was a transition from film to film digital to right digital yeah for sure and I think I might have been the last year of class who were required to take mandatory to take the film wow. photo classes so I got to kind of experience that you know but my t I mean I had horrible I like I do not do well with black and white. And How so come? 
I have no idea. I didn't realize that until my teacher told me. Yo, this, Yo, this shit sucks, yeah, bro. bro, I'm yeah. sorry. Go back to color, bro. <laughs> no, I was struggling, you know, black and white photo, and I show, like, contact sheets. Because and, why would you struggle? Is it is it a matter... Because I guess because the contrast between the blacks and the whites are greater. Maybe. Like, was it a matter of, like, being able to capture light? Like, you weren't able to capture light specifically for black and white? Uh, photos if you get right. what I mean yeah that cause... might be so it might have been a little more technical for uh, me okay, than, yeah. or but I have no idea it's just that I, I was, was just bad at it <laughs> struggling with this black and white film class and wow. you know a teacher would like I would show them uh, my contact sheet and mm-hmm. and you know your teacher would just like circle with the ones right. that it's great mm-hmm. I would get like non sometimes, oh my and I was just like, "Oh my god, what I did!" And like all my, you know, <laughs> classmates are like, "This is this, this, you know, it's just yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, a project." Yeah, <laughs> and I was just always like, "Is this my thing? I don't even right. know if I should keep doing this." Mm. But then um, the second year, I got to start, you know, shooting color mm. and um, like on more uh, fashion forward. So. Oh, so like color, like on digital or color on film. Uh, both. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I did film cameras, and then towards the end, I it completely mm-hmm. transitioned into digital. Mm-hmm. So, because what did like people in your major, like your professors and like other students, think about digital photography at that time? Were they like all for it, or were they like, oh, they just never catch on? Like, what was like? I had a the vi- opinions. Uh, the teachers are very realistic yeah. about like mm. work, like business part of yeah. the industry too, because they were photographers teaching mm. us, you know. So they definitely knew that we needed to learn. Okay, right. yeah. yeah, like that was part of it. Unless you would specialize in mm. film photography, mm-hmm. but that know? brings up a good question. Like, how does an artist know, like? You know, I'm struggling with this thing. Like, is it just like an obstacle for me to get over? Should I just like completely focus on what I'm really good at? Like, how do you like get to like to know which which side to go to? Um, For me, I just kind of stick through. And when it got to the color um, photography, my um, teacher was like, you know, like you see color. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, like, I, I, I do see colors. Do you are you colorblind? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, co- I know, I know color. Um, but he gave me this um, great uh, concept for this final project. And he told me, and I, I really got sick that semester. So he was trying to, like, help me with, like, you know, easiest but then great way to do a whole project mm, in like okay. short amount of time i think that was my breakthrough from just not getting stuck with black and white mm. it's okay to go into color mm-hmm. and if you enjoy it that's you know and i started kind of um like taking more of what i was interested in which was like fashion mm. and advertising stuff so you know that's that kind of makes sense mm-hmm. now, but mm-hmm. when you're in school and trying to get good grades right. and, you know, with and you kind of, I mean, you're focused on what, how you're going to develop your style mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it's, you know, it's, it could be tough at first, but mm-hmm. then when I did the project, I, you know, my teacher saw it and I saw it myself, you know, and it was the time I, I 
did a um, positive film. Mm-hmm. What's, what, what is that? Positive film is a translucent oh. film. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. If yeah, you... bro, it's translucent film. It's beautiful. I <laughs> know. It's like I've shot four by five of it too mm. before. It's like you can just put it on the wall and it's oh, interesting. But if you do have the um, positive films that you can frame them and that used to be like a projector. Oh, oh, oh so that's why they. Oh, and that was another trick too. I didn't have to print anything if I did positive film. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I think yeah, that might be a reason why my teacher told me to do. But color. It's very beautiful. It's mm-hmm. positive. So, oh. and I got to project it on the wall mm-hmm. or a screen. Yeah, and and that was really yeah. That yeah. was like the first time I was like, I'm gonna just keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, color, you know. Okay, see, cause for because back so like after you graduated, um, college it was probably like you know very early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, what were I mean, do you remember if there was like, like in the professional world and stuff like that, if there, if there was like any like trends in like photography? Um, uh, because it was in California too. Yeah. But my friend w- became a very, you know, successful street photographer. And oh. he would do uh, skaters, you know. Oh, yeah. So threw a lot of money in that. Yeah. yeah. And he would go on tour. So wow. he was doing that in Japan as well. Wow. So it's like, you know, it worked out for him, but he did mainly film um, black and white. Oh, okay. I see. Do you, do you feel like, like um, just as an art form, like photography is just like a lot more commercial than like other like art forms. Like it's just a lot easier to like, not not like make money, but like just think about it like mm-hmm. on a business aspect versus like like a musician or something. Yeah, um, that was another reason why I decided to do photography. Money. In college, I was thinking. I mean, very realistically, going into like career, like having this as a career. You know, as a painter, I didn't see myself making right. money or mm-hmm. a living. You know, um, I mean, that was in the trash. Those are in the trash. I mean, every, all that shit was in the trash. I mean, people were great. I mean, I, I couldn't draw this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what this is supposed to be, but yeah, it looks really like a cool. Mixed media type thing, no? Yeah. No, is it? I have no it's idea. It's awesome. Oh, it might know? be right. Yeah, but it's amazing. Yeah, and like we just found, you know, all these paintings. People were just gonna throw them away. But I feel like that's right. sort of the thing. Like w- when you're making a painting, right? There's a lot more that goes into like the whole like pre sort of like uh, art. To thing, you know what Conceptual- I mean? Conceptualization. No, 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 just no, just like fucking like buying the actual oh, canvas, yeah, or like yeah, buying yeah, the yeah. actual materials. With photography, mm-hmm. you just need to buy the thing once and then buy a couple SD cards, and you're sure like True. good to go. Yeah, it, it is a expensive profession. Gear, yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But but um, I mean, commercial wise, it's easy mm-hmm. for sure, easier. But I have seeing a lot of um, illustrators collaborating with Adobe, you know, and they were mm-hmm. doing moving pictures with illustration right. and all this stuff now. So I think it's kind of the, I think it's blending in a little bit bef- mm-hmm. compared to like, you know, a while ago, back, yeah. you know, but still I think photography is um, easy to get into advertising at the same time. It's, getting easier for anyone to take mm-hmm. photos yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it could it's a little yeah competitive i think oh but. yeah yeah for sure because like what do you think makes like a good photographer from your experience working in the industry mm, i'm still learning <laughs> <laughs> uh i think we just never 
stopped learning. But I think just because anyone could take photos with iPhone or anything mm. like that. So, and I, over the years, I've learned that photography really shows the, you know, kind of the emotions and concept and, mm -hmm. and you really have to be able to, you know, connect with the person, the subject. Mm -hmm. Even still life, I've assisted a still life photographer for five years and he used to tell me, it was just like, what are you talking about? But he used to tell me that even objects have emotions. Mm. Mm. Well, that sounds like, that's like a very Japanese way of thinking. If yeah, whole, oh, then, so what's that person? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, was that yeah. person like Japanese or like American? He, he was Japanese. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and he worked, he, he worked in New York for 10 years. And oh, he was okay. back in Japan and I had the privilege to just really be there and yeah. learn from him. Yeah. But yeah, I think because te te technical stuff, you anyone we can all learn right. you know yeah. so you have to have really because like no matter brought how much we try to teach you brought how to you use by our camera. sponsor Skillshare <laughs> yeah, yeah no because no matter how much I try to teach you how to like simply use that camera it doesn't seem you could get it through your I just don't head. want to so okay, I don't I'm need to go have a nice day I, do, I know how to use that thing really yeah really yeah okay next time next I got episode, you yeah, yeah, yeah I, got I, you. I won't show up okay okay cool Live yeah but as you were yeah three, uh, like an accidental art sort of approach maybe yeah you can call it that I'm like <laughs> I, the way I look at myself is just like more like business orientated with like an artistic sort of like uh I don't know, like, uh, like preference. He tried to do right. music and he failed. Is what he means now? <laughs> I mean, I, I was pretty we, good. We, we didn't fail. I was, I was pretty good. I was there. pretty good, but at the same time, just like, like, yeah, technically, like, I, I can do it. Right. But my head just couldn't like think that artistically. I, I just could not like go out of like just playing covers, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. or like just doing like the same scales like, over and over and over again. Like, I just couldn't think outside of like just the technical aspect. Mm -hmm. So right. I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Okay. There's no money in it anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. to me. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To me, it's uh, photography, I told you earlier, the other day, but um, it's still kind of like a painting, painting mm -hmm. a picture. So camera is just a tool to capture one thing, mm -hmm. and then I would paint it over with editing mm -hmm. or you know but i do have the final image right. you know or a story or concept i would never shoot anything without concept because it i've learned it hard away. that reminds me hopefully you know because i saw it once but it was like really cool it was in moma and it was essentially oh, this, this uh, yeah it's so cool I I, yeah so you it was so it's it. just like super super big landscape for mm. you know you know photo but it was set up like everything in the photo was set up as if it was kind of like a scene from like a movie oh. and it was in MoMA like a year ago and I forgot the artist like I have to look if I see if, if I took a picture of it and, and I like the artist's name it is huge oh. yeah like do you remember seeing it last year in the MoMA did you ever I oh, it's so cool like I have to find it but that's like that's like the most innovative I think I've ever seen in like photography like it was wow. so it was both a painting literally because mm -hmm. how everything in the photo was like positioned to be right. like that technique came from like you know the painting tradition mm -hmm. but it was a photo 
photo and right. it was like super cinematic at the same time because of you know the type of photo and like just it was just like color color and- yeah it was so it's like one of the coolest probably the coolest photo i've ever seen wow. yeah and I'll, I've, yeah if, like if, know. if you know anybody knows what it is please tell me because like <laughs> it, it, it is like like if i show you it i think you'll be really impressed too like yeah yeah I'll like yeah, yeah yeah but uh what were you talking about again? no well, i was like <laughs> talking about like how just generally speaking like i i see art in like ratios more than i do like actually just like wishy-washy like you know mm-hmm. what i mean just like ideas in your head that you're trying to get out mm-hmm. like i feel like i don't know like i for, like for me i just can't get out of like thinking in, in ratios sort of thing you know what i mean i well, feel I think like you're smarter than me no i'm you're, not, no. You're a big you a big math man now huh? no well like that's the thing like all i think is in like numbers like yeah, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of that sort of thing and yeah. at a certain point it becomes like cliche yeah you know what i mean it just becomes obvious oh well, so it's not well like that's why we have like genres and stuff you know there's like genres of photography genres of right, music right. genres of art because you know there are certain styles that form and become popular and just but i do right. understand what you mean mm-hmm. but uh oh i ran one on one x now so like um for like you working in photography don't point uh, your thumb for you, you know, working in photography, you know, like, because I've seen some of your street, not not even like street photography, but you taking pictures of people mm-hmm. out in like, you know, urban areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how do you go? Like, is it just you just like, just like, you know, kind of like calculating in the back of your mind? Oh, this, you know, it's this sunny, you know, I'll have like... Like, how do you go about when you're, like, shooting photos? Like, what is your process when you're with a model, with a subject? So Maybe we got to wait 20 more minutes, bro. The sun's going to come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, well, what's, a- what's, like, your process when you're, like, shooting photos? Um, lighting is definitely a key. So mm. it's always going to be a priority for mm-hmm. me to get, get it right in a way um but so to get that done especially for location i would do like a pre-shoot like a mm-hmm. location scout mm-hmm. and all this stuff you know mm-hmm. and i would just shoot without you know models and i would just bring it to a client or whoever mm-hmm. i'm gonna be you know working with and we'll just sort out things and we'll talk about concept or or with the client they would usually tell you know, have like a concept of this shoot. So mm-hmm. the feeling or mm-hmm. like this is going to be a fall season. So I don't want it to be, you know, like a straight on sunshine or, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and this just all comes from experiences. I think assisting in Japan was pretty hardcore, but I, there, I learned a lot. So um like, I'm not, like, nervous all mm-hmm. the time, you know, but I know how to prepare for yeah. it. And and uh, about advertising, I do a lot of, uh, like, a project-based stuff, too, which would I would focus on my own creativity. But mm-hmm. when I get a client, I don't... I kind of like also working within the box. So when there is, like, requirement, and I like to, you know incorporate or get 
all the you know checklist and then also kind of maybe add my creativity a little bit like a little style of mine or and I'll give uh, ideas and if the client buys you know like right. that, then it's it's a win-win situation mm-hmm. you know because they would think it's great and it it's always I think people are looking for a new fresh mm-hmm. look as well yeah how do you, how do you how do you challenge yourself in something like that though um it's not really about a challenge for me um but I like to just be objective about my work mm-hmm. and and try to you know have a like I need to have like a little stamp of my style yeah yeah <laughs> you know because anyone could take similar photos right. you know? yeah it could be like a back white background and you know whatever it is but mm. I want to maybe I'll I'll tell them you maybe we can have a little plant over here mm-hmm. and I can yeah it's like setting the scene right. sort of thing yeah. composition and mm-hmm. I do like doing you know set like a set design yeah. sort of stuff because yeah. I did uh, assist a, a still life photographer and, yeah and that is all about just making it look like the frame is this much but you have, you can kind of it's it could be like a magic what is still life photography specifically because i have an idea of it inside my head but it might be wrong is photography just still in general <laughs> it is <laughs> oh you think you're smart huh got a smart alec smart alec over here huh my name's not alec <laughs> <laughs> well it's um i mean within a still life photography um there are different categories but i i did work for a photographer who mainly did luxury jewelry. Ah, okay. So, you know, we'll have like a million dollar like necklace or something coming into the studio and you have to make it, I mean, it really is... And make uh, it look worth a million dollars. Worth or maybe even better because it's, you know, our eyes are very sophisticated. Mm -hmm. We do make all these shiny things and make it in one picture and we imagine a lot of things. But... We have to make that happen in one frame, which requires, you know, different lighting frames and we'll, you know, compose them together. Mm. And, and that could take, like, I've done, like, 24 hours, like, straight. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, I, I've learned a lot. And yeah. this little world could be used outside mm-hmm. or you know with a model or yeah you know you just have to kind of i learned how to see the lighting which yeah. was a technical part which i don't really like to learn by reading mm-hmm. or watching something i think it was best way for me to just be on site mm-hmm. yeah. and just really feel right just trial and error yep and yeah. know like observe you mm-hmm. know like what yeah. happens when you move this little thing? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I understand. Because like, <laughs> no, because uh, so uh, you know, this is a podcast about you know artists, creators in New York City. So, what was the process of you coming and working in New York City? Mm, yeah. Um, so after seven years being back in Tokyo working, I realized you know that it. I mean, just. As an assistant, I was not feeling freedom um, in terms of creativity. And I really wanted to, I tried so hard to meet with people who could be 
collaborate and you know have a great photo shoot and trying to get that clout. Yeah, but clout. it it took me a while. I <laughs> yeah. found few very trustful and I I love them. You know, like I would work with them, um, all this kind of team. But there are only few, um, technically or. Like everything in Japan is very sophisticated and technical, and everything's beautiful. But just to me, like connecting with the people and and feel excited to shoot this one project mm -hmm. is like most important thing. And mm -hmm. that was not very easy to find in Japan. Mm -hmm. So I kind of and I kind of regretted that I didn't really work in the states before i went back to japan also oh, after you graduated uh college you just went straight back to japan right ah uh, that makes sense yeah okay. so i mean i was in the states for 10 years mm. so it wasn't about like i should work it was more like i need to get back to like my identity and mm -hmm. roots and find mm -hmm. that somehow that makes sense you know yeah. so yeah. that was like a boat like two journeys i was on sort of mm -hmm. you know but um yeah, so... Wait, what was I talking about? Uh, like, how did you end up coming and working oh, right. in uh, New York City? So, and I was I was lucky enough to, you know, work for a few photographers who mm -hmm. were, were, like, older, like, 50s, in 50s, and they were already, you know, successful, so they were, they were willing to teach me, and, you know, and the photographer, especially the still-life photographer, was... Um, almost like New York style, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so he would always like ask me opinions if, you know, if there's anything I see, you know, because I was doing most of the lighting sometimes. And then like, I think it's great to ask um, your assistant what mm -hmm. they think of, because you can get into like very narrow sort of view. Mindset, yeah, Mindset. yeah. So that was happening, but also still didn't feel like I, I kind of felt like I needed to assist for seven to ten years wow. to become a photographer, or you have to work for like a pop like a famous photographer mm -hmm. to get up to the point in Japan, and, right? In Japan, wow, so okay. then I just had like enough experience assisting, and I wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. I kind of started thinking of moving back to the States. And then I was thinking maybe LA, but for what I wanted to do, I thought New York might be the best. Mm. So, and I was asking the photographer how it's like in New York. So, and he was like, you know, I, it, it, it wouldn't mean that I'm gonna lose you. Oh, <laughs> right, right. But why don't you go there? So I'm moving you to know. New York too. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I came here in 2014 just just to hang out. Good times. 2014, good times. Yeah. yeah. 2014 was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just like came here to like connect with people mm -hmm. and, you know, and that's when I met uh, the, own, the uh, owner of the studio, Colony Studios. Oh, okay. And he was from Mexico, and I was just telling him, you know, I, I have a dream to move here, and, mm -hmm. you know. Just Give me a job, please. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like a New York magic, you yeah. know. I met him at this, like, meetup at, um, I think it was, like, 
output or somewhere mm-hmm. and I just like saw them and he was just like cool about like and he was excited to see me and just trying to hustle with right, like right. meeting people so he was like why don't you come to my studio like mm-hmm. if you have time and I was like I have so much time <laughs> I'm here to meet people and right. and if I can see the studio that's amazing so I went and I worked for them you know and the first photo shoot I went and they needed some help was um, Adidas like world campaign photo shoot. Jeez. So it was just like, Damn. wow, okay, this yeah. is what I wanted to see. You wanted this, right? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of magical, you know. So I just, yeah, and a few other, you know, cool stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And and um, a few years later, he said yeah, he can support me for a visa. So awesome. That's yeah. cool. That's, that's the dream. Getting a visa. Yeah. So like, how do, how do you how do you feel like New York City has changed you as like a person, but like oh, also as an artist? Before that, uh, so off screen, we were talking a bit about how you also oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, did did sort of like a podcast or or doing a podcast. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Uh, doing. A Remember uh, you. Uh, Interviewing your, your, your women. COVID project. Yeah, your COVID oh, project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this isn't a podcast. Oh, so, oh is that a podcast? Oh, okay. Sorry about that. See, no, 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 no worries. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Written. This is a project I started during quarantine, and I literally thought it could be a therapeutic um, project for, and I kind of wanted to help others or my friends to just connect via Zoom interview mm-hmm. and and just write about them, you know, what I love about this person and and how we met and all this stuff. But um, so I do conceptually, like I want it to be visual things. So I, I do shoot uh, photos on the screen that's – and. I've shot like model friends who I've worked with, but I think, you know, when they're in their own space on in Zoom, they just I just kind of felt like closer even mm. when they're like they could be in Japan or mm-hmm. you know LA or wherever, but you know I kind of realized that I saw like very comfortable facial, you know, uh, expression and all that stuff. So I started shooting that and then, and I decided to write about it instead of doing video Mm. or podcasts because I wanted to be a little bit more of like um, art form Mm. per se. Um, um, And I also write this in Japanese and English and I've, I've, I have to look into this, but in, on, TV show somewhere I've I've learned that like your brain when you're speaking Japanese you're using your left brain mm. and English is on your right side what's the difference between the left and the right brain again it's like a creative what's on the left what's on the right <laughs> I hate That's you like, oh. thank, thank you thank you world okay let me just like Perfect activate these lights again thank you for that as you were saying yeah, so... Oh, yeah, right left and, brain. Left and right. Yeah, so which one? So Because one's like creativity and one's like logical, I've heard, but... Yeah, I think even Japanese mean? is a little more logical, yeah. like speaking-wise. Yeah, it's stupid. Mm. I hate it. And then <laughs> English <laughs> is more of a right 
side brain. Ah, and interesting. So, That's probably because the language doesn't make any sense. Like, oh yeah, English like, doesn't make any sense. Any yeah, foreign speaker makes no sense. Yeah, I think I'm you so kind sorry. Of have to be creative to, yeah. to like use yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Japanese, it's like there's so many specific, you know, yeah. vocabularies and stuff yeah. like that. Um, like you gotta be creative to come up with the with the word sasibaka. You see how nobody left? <laughs> well, at least the lights didn't turn off on me. No, you didn't laugh because you're tired. She didn't laugh because you don't know what that means. I, I have Whatever. no idea what that means. Exactly. Me neither. No, no, yeah, me neither. <laughs> me neither. But I'm saying this, like, yeah, with, with the amount of, like, you Chill. know. I'll tell uh, Alexa to play that song. No, stop. With the with Ooh. the amount of, like, you know, slang and stuff like that. Right. Just in America itself, yeah, I guess English is definitely maybe more like a right side or, right. like, creative language. But as you were saying, yeah, so for yeah, you. so I write the, um, the epi- every episode with, um, like, left side Japanese mm-hmm. and then column and then English on the right side. Interesting. And I don't, I don't translate. Directly? Directly. Yeah. I just write the episode in Japanese mm-hmm. and then just it sometimes it's yeah. it completely different doesn't, yeah. like yeah. talk about the same thing yeah, it's right. okay like I'm yeah. just going with the flow yeah. but no. I thought it might be kind of yeah. interesting mm-hmm. for people to read through that yeah. if you do speak both languages yeah <laughs> no because I do that as well with like my Instagram post or when I'm posting something mm-hmm. on social media but for me it's because of my lack of like Japanese <laughs> <laughs> skills and stuff like that so I just have to like condense like bigger English ideas into like right. simpler Japanese yeah, but like that's really baby, cool yeah you know? yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I, I, I learned Daniel English is a baby. that way <laughs> he's a mind of a toddler yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's that's kind of pending I, I want to keep doing it but yeah, you, you should. Know, a lot of you know life is coming back to oh, yeah. semi normal that it's no. I just really need to take the time you know yeah. to write it because it's very personal yeah because you said that you wouldn't mind having like a co-host right i wouldn't but this one i i kind of as a concept like with the concept i think i should do it by yourself. By myself. Oh no, because I was gonna say if you know anybody wants to be her co-host, yeah, <laughs> help her write it. Yeah, I did try a couple of times to do you know like in like a podcast. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, you okay. Know, conversations yeah. with co-hosts, but yeah. I know it's hard to find that right person. Oh, still looking for that right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. I'm still looking for that right person. <laughs> it just like fit. Get me out of this like, friendship. <laughs> I, I think you guys balance each other yeah. so far. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, I guess we, make, we, we do. Want, we make a one brain cell together. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> I mean, you you've done more than hundred. Yeah, hundred so episodes. That, yeah. that's a that's a progress. <laughs> well, to be fair, <laughs> I don't want to take credit, but. I did most. But they were terrible. <laughs> but they were objectively. But, but they were objectively. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter because they're out there and now we're here. So. I guess so. There you go. Thanks to me. You're welcome. I don't thank you for anything. Yeah. Well, you thanked me in the uh, ones of episode. Yeah. See, so the, like, I take it back. <laughs> How many ever episodes ago we went back to oh that point? Oh, my God. You're like, this, this should be the um, title like image coming in everybody will like hear yeah. you talk I was gonna like <laughs> title it David's looking for a new co-host yeah yeah still yeah still <laughs> <laughs> but okay yeah I see so like I mean are there like oh so as David's question was asking uh, yes like uh, you know being here in the city since you, 2014 mm-hmm. like how do you feel like that's changed you like as an artist and like as a person um 
Because that's a long time. That's seven years. That's yes. math. Yeah, and Dave, I was you do still know living time in works. Japan in 2014. I officially moved here in 2017. So mm. it's four years actually living in New York. But um, I feel that New York, the whole experience actually going back to Japan and you know finding my own identity in Japan and now I, I kind of felt ready to be in New York mm-hmm. because I was very like comfortable in my own skin and then New York probably taught me how to hustle <laughs> you already know Tim Zen <laughs> you know Tim Zen Arizona you, <laughs> you gotta like kind of I mean you it, it gives you the New York City gives you the energy to kind of try out anything mm-hmm. you feel like or right. you need to do. It doesn't even have to be photography. Maybe it could be some other project mm-hmm. you do and they'll, you know, they'll definitely um, become your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's sort of like, it's a city that sort of takes away any excuses you might have of like why you should be doing something, so to right. speak, because like, you know, like like this, like... We were in Buffalo, nowhere, I don't know, fucking Kansas or fucking <laughs> hey, where you California. Kansas? <laughs> like, like you, just like your excuse to be like, oh, I just don't know anybody. Like, oh, I just, you know, I'm too X, Y, Z or whatever. But like with the city, right. it's just like, listen, like if you want something, yep, you can go get it. Yep. Like mm-hmm. it's right there. All the opportunities right there. It's People, just up to you yep. to, you know, kick yourself in the ass every morning. Like, all right, cool. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you, I think you can find most interesting people in the city which yeah, for sure. is very inspiring you know look in a mirror <laughs> <laughs> but i mean is uh so as we end off this episode of the podcast mm-hmm. is there any um you know events or anything that you might be doing in the future that you want to like shout out because yes. i know that you do have like the whole uh events that you do like at like Mika mm-hmm. over over in like you know Brooklyn yep. and that happens every every last Tuesday of the month and month, yeah. um I do support local artists mm-hmm. because I know I mean it's just started as my friends and yeah. then now it's expanding into you know anyone who makes craft I mean craft or makes anything in I try to focus in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but basically in New York. Best I do or die. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> corporate companies die. can survive somehow. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's what I do, and I do love doing so, sort of like an exhibition style. Mm-hmm. So I would always, um, I'm open for collaborating with artists, Bad. painters, Done. <laughs> musicians. Um, oh, musician. Yeah. You know, food. Um, I, like I have food. ramen. Pop, ramen is good. You know, yeah. coming in. And Ooh, okay. So I, yeah, I do that every month. And awesome. the next one is on the th- 31st, if you yeah, as if you try to come through. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for watching this episode of Sounds Like NYC. I'm Daniel. I'm David. And just chilling here. You ruined the, on the whole side of the podcast. Oh my god! And this has <laughs> been Lena. This has been Lena Takeuchi. Uh, see you guys in the next episode. My come water on, buddy. Fell. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>